to Single Soulmate Podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Well, hello, 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 and I think I'm going to bring my video up a little bit so that you can see my face a little bit more. Um, but welcome. We're going to be doing a uh, a special episode here about. Uh, mindset, which is our theme this week. Your mindset is mentally in consciousness, in spirit, in all of that. Do you have what it takes to have a way better relationship than you've ever had before? A way better, uh, with a way better man than you've ever had before. And, um, so we're going to discuss, basically, do you have what it takes to go from single, running your own show, doing everything like that, to being a soulmate, to being a, a partner, to being a wife, to a man that you actually want to be with, not just be a wife, but be a man to an act, a man you actually want to be with. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, kind of rearrange some things here. Um is basically, do you have what it takes to to go from uh, single to soulmate? Um, so this is an ask me anything. So if you're here live, definitely um, uh, ask me anything. You know, um, I'm gonna put a thing here, which is. All right. So do you have what it takes to go from single to soulmate? Let's talk about that. So um, I'm going to share with you a few uh, different um, areas where you can really explore whether you have what it takes. And I, I want to preface this with uh, with saying this. <clears throat> this is not a, a like a challenge thing. Like, a, do you have what it takes like to go do a tough mutter or something like that? And for uh, those of you that are perfectionists, which is a lot of us, um, it's not about how you can be more perfect or anything like that. And it's not about that there's something uh, wrong with you or anything like that. All right. And we're going to kind of talk about all that. But do you have what it takes is um, is really looking at your your mindset, but also your your consciousness and your evolution as a as a person. So let's just dive right into it. So do you have what it takes? Uh, starts with first thing that it takes. It takes emotional maturity, um, and very few people would say I'm not emotionally mature. And I'm not suggesting that you're not emotionally mature, but I'm going to kind of spell out some of what I'm talking about when I say emotional maturity. So uh, it takes emotional maturity to know what is not the reason why you are still single far longer than you ever thought you would be. Um, it takes emotional maturity to know the reasons to to start to really get in touch with and admit or accept or own up to why it is 
that it's been months, years since a um, you've had a serious relationship, maybe even since you had a date. Um, it takes emotional maturity to, again, just kind of face, adopt, admit, own up to why you're really no closer to soulmate love, having an awesome person in your life today than you were six months ago, three months ago, a year ago, two years ago, um, stuff like that. Um, why there's no prospects in sight. Why there's no, you're not, you're not having guys chase you down. You're not having guys trying to want to get to be with you. Um, you know, um, one of our love warrior clients has a guy right now saying like, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like, basically, how can I be with you? You know, and the whole coronavirus and we're supposed to be separate, but just like, uh, you know, how can I be with you? Not in a like a booty call kind of way, but in a like, She's followed our whole protocol. We have a whole process for how you want the, the courting and the dating uh, process to unfold. Uh, very different than what most people are doing. Um, but the, um, but like, why is that not happening? Why is that not your reality right now? Um, where a high quality man that you're like, you know what, this guy's good stuff. Why is he not doing that right now? So it takes emotional maturity to know what is not the reason you're still single. So here I've listed out a few things. Uh, it's not because of men these days. Are there men these days who are knuckleheads? Absolutely. Are, they, are there men these days that are um, just totally out of touch with, with uh, you know, what it means to be in a relationship with a with a woman, with a mature woman? Yeah, absolutely. But why, why are you seeing them, dating them, getting into relationships with them? Um, and how is it that our clients are finding men these days that are not that, right? What that really reveals is you simply don't understand enough about how, the, the, how men think. Um, and I'm not talking about just the average schmo that you don't wanna be with. You don't understand enough about how high quality, commitment minded, emotionally mature men think and what they're looking for. Um, and like I said, you know, love warriors are getting dates and getting married right now. And they're in the same time frame as you are. So emotional maturity is to recognize that it's not because of men these days. That's not the reason why you're still single. Um, when you think about if there's like, like, let's just imagine that there's 20 guys, single guys in your age range, in your geographic location, right? There's 20 of them. They're all in a room. This is all the single guys around, right? And you walk in and of those 20 guys, 15 of them are knuckleheads. They're immature. They're narcissists. They're want to be mamad. They are just not a man, like a grown ass man, right? 15 out of, out of 20, you know? Um, hey, Suzanne. Um, so if there's a room of 20 single guys in your geographic area, 
15 of them are knuckleheads. Three of them are really good guys. And two of them are like dreamboats. So is it a true statement that the majority of the men there are knuckleheads? Yes. And is it also a true statement that there are twice as many dreamboats as you even want? There is actually an abundance of dreamboats right there. So what is going to make the difference between whether you go out with one of the 15 knuckleheads, the majority in the room, whether you are attracted to and attractive to one of those 15 knuckleheads or the two dreamboats or the three guys that are good guys. You don't really know what it is, but they're not instantly dreamboats, but man, they're like good guys. What is the difference? It's not the number of people in the room. It's you. Yeah. Hey, Karen, you made it live. That's awesome. I'm glad you're here. Right on. Um, so it's not because the men these days, it's not because you are too much. That's not, you have to have the emotional maturity to, in order to be uh, having what it takes to go from single to soulmate, you have to have the emotional maturity to know that it's not men these days. And it's not because you're too much. It's not because men don't want an intelligent woman or a strong woman or something like that. It simply is more about that you don't understand and really embody healthy, feminine, magnetic energy. And you probably, although again, are there guys out there who don't want a strong, intelligent woman? Yes. Let's say they all fall into the category of knuckleheads, right? Why is it that those are the guys that you're talking to and attracted to and attractive to, right? That's really the thing to just, again, admit, own up to, just take responsibility for. Emotional maturity recognizes that it's not that there's men these days and it's not that I'm too much. Is there some stuff I don't really get about being a strong, feminine woman. It's not where you live. Sometimes you think, oh, it's because I live in a, a small town. That's what it is. Yeah, so why is it that in that small town, there are some women finding their dream men? Why is it that we, we had a client in a teeny tiny town in Tennessee? She said, no, you don't understand. I literally know every single solitary man in this town that's how small it is how is it possible then that she could find and marry her sweetheart because it's not where you live or maybe you're in a big city right we live in the san francisco bay area there's just tons of people around and you know what it's a very um uh, lgbq lgbtq um, positive area. So a lot of the men are gay. So a lot of the single women in the San Francisco Bay Area say, oh, you don't understand. A lot of the single men here are gay. So I I'm at a disadvantage here. Yeah, a lot of them are. But the ones that aren't, why is it that you're only attracting the ones that are not that interested? And why is it that you haven't been able to separate yourself from all the other women who are chasing after men and stuff like that. And if you think the reason is them, you've, you, you don't have the emotional maturity. 
So we have a, a woman in, in lives in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area, in the heart of where, yes, there's a lot of men that, that are uh, gay. Um, um, hold on a second. Okay. Just these, uh, the things pop up while we're doing it. It's like distracting. Okay. So it, you know, why is it that, uh, I remember just a, um, just recently a, uh, one of our love warriors said, you know, found this great guy. We actually met him. Awesome dude, masculine, uh, healthy, masculine, not just like, rah, but you know, a healthy masculine man thinks the world of her thinks the world of her. Just, you could just see it when he looks at her, when she talks, he's like, I have just hit the lottery with this woman, right? And here's a straight, masculine, healthy man in the San Francisco Bay Area. How is it that she was able to find him? Which, by the way, she's her same awesome self, but she's gotten other things together where she is her best version of herself, becoming her own soulmate first, having some clarity around how to choose men, how to be chosen, how to see herself, how to separate herself from all the other women that are like, oh my God, there's no good men here. I have to you know, do this and that and, and stuff like that. How is she able to separate her, herself from that? The bottom line is it's not about where you live, right? So having emotional maturity is recognizing it's not about where you live. Um, Having a uh, emotional uh, maturity is also recognizing that it's not because there's something wrong with you, right? Like that somehow, um, you know, God is like out there, like stamping people on the head, like you're worthy of love. You're not worthy of love. You're worthy of love. Oh, you're not worthy of love. She, yes, she is worthy of love. He, oh no, he's not worth, oh, this one, she's not worthy of love. Um, it's not because there's something wrong with you. Uh, we have had clients that are divorced, sometimes multiple times, find love. We've had clients that have never been married, find love. We've had clients that have never been in a serious relationship, find love. We've had clients that have had a lot of sexual experience or very, very little sexual experience. We've had clients that are um look like models and clients that look like the average person next door very much not a model so it's not it's not that there's something wrong with you you've had clients of of all ages it's not that there's something wrong with you it's that there's simply some stuff that you don't know and emotional maturity is also recognizing that it cannot be because of lack of information alone is there some stuff that you don't know? Yeah. And the evidence is look at the results. But is it just the information? Like if you just read one more blog article, one more book, that would transform everything. No, no. If it were that, you you've had access to this, all the information in the universe for years, right? We all have Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever, right? You can look up anything. Hey, Jackie. Um, uh, so the uh, Jacqueline, sorry. <laughs> um, you've had access to the information for years, right? And if it were just about information, why, like, think about anything 
that people want to do. They want to get rich. They want to, you know, get fit or in shape or lose weight. If it were just about information, why isn't everybody fit and in shape and at their ideal weight? If it were just about information, right? Uh, if it were just about information, all of the blog articles, podcasts, YouTube videos, books that you've read, that would have been enough, but it's not because it's information combined with application in your life and some accountability that causes transformation and recognizing that you sitting at home gorging on more information you have to have the emotional maturity to recognize you've been there you've done that that's not going to change anything really it's just not if it was it would have done that already right so um uh it's not because men these days want younger women because look do men want younger women yeah you know what a lot of them do but is it do have you now missed your chance because there's no man that's maybe a couple of years older than you that you would be a younger woman for uh no right i i joke a lot of times that you know i got myself a a younger woman laura's five years younger than me so i'm 55 she's 50 right and so is there a guy who meets your criteria, who's just a few years older than you, for whom you would be a younger woman? Yeah, but here's the thing, that keeps moving every day, literally, that you don't make this a higher priority because you're getting older and so am I, so is everybody, right? So you're making it harder on yourself every day that you don't move this to the top of your list of priorities, you know? So emotional maturity has a lot of, uh, a lot to do with it. And it's just to recognize what is not the situation. Like what else, you're, if you're here, what else might you think would be the reason why you're not still single? You can type it in the, in the comments. Um, because what I can say is that emotional maturity Im involves recognizing that all of these situations and circumstances cannot be the reason why you're still single because i can guarantee you there's at least one other woman and probably one of our clients because we've been doing this for 15 years who had that exact same circumstance in too small of a town yeah we got um what's her name gretchen was in a small town right in a big city we've got andrea who's in the san francisco bay area uh lucy who's living in san francisco whatever like you know there's people that live in big cities belinda lives in new york city oh it's new york city everybody's just a meat market there's no way are you kidding people are finding their sweethearts in in big cities in small towns in rural areas stuff like that you know um but anyway whatever it is there's probably lots of women and our clients who found love with those circumstances. Is it because you're uh, not in the best shape of your life, maybe a little puffier than you wanna be? We've had clients like that, not in the best shape of their life, a little puffier than they wanna be. Come on, wrinkles, whatever, you know? Um, so whatever it is, it's having the emotional maturity to recognize that really can't be it, you know? 
that is the first step in 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 seeing whether you have what it takes because as long as you're blaming someone or something else that's a sign of lack of emotional maturity it really takes some level of emotional maturity to just own up to what it is without beating yourself up it's not about like you're a bad person you know um yeah single moms a lot of women i talked about it in my facebook live yesterday a lot of women use their kids as a shield they they use their kids as a reason why they're not finding love instead of recognizing why is it that i'm only attracted to and attractive to guys that see my kids as a problem instead of as an incredible gift that they get to be a stepfather to an awesome kid with an awesome woman why is that that takes emotional maturity it's very easy to say oh i can't devote any any focus on my love life I got a kid or, or like I've heard this one. I can't devote extra, you know, time or money to my love life. I got to work. Like what you think our whole wall full of clients are all people that like don't work or something. Right. I mean, when you think of it like that, like you think, okay, that's kind of illogical, but it feels real in the moment. I get it. I'm not making fun of it. It feels real in the moment. Right. Or I have everything on me. All of our clients have everything on them because we work with single women and work with single professional women. So women that are doctors, lawyers, stockbrokers, um, nurses, teachers, whatever, just professional administrators, whatever, managers and stuff like they have real responsibility. So it's not like if you have nothing to do, then you can focus on love. What that, what that shows is what I'm gonna get into in the, the second and third kind of indicators of do you have what it takes to go from single to soulmate? Um, yeah, Suzanne said, I'm so happy to hear you've had single moms because I always thought that's why I was having such a hard time. It's your vibrations were off. It's also the concept of uh, what really is attractive to a man and what really turns a man off. The, the guys, that would be turned off by the fact that you have a child fall into the category of the 15 knuckleheads in that room of 20 that I just talked about. So why are they even on the menu for you, right? Because a guy who is like, ah, oh, that'd be a problem. This is a guy that's got other problems too that you don't even want any part of, right? He's selfish, he's self-centered, he's not mature, he doesn't want real responsibility, he's not able to show up as a man. Why is he even a, a possibility in your life? So that's why we work with, so that you don't even, you walk into that room, our clients walk into that room and they don't even see the 15 knuckleheads. I want you to get that we give them like glasses so that they walk into the room of 20 single guys in your age range in your geographical area and you know what they see five guys three of them are awesome and two of them are downright fucking dreamboats five times as many husbands as they're looking for five times as many guys that they want to be a life partner with five times what they are even needing that is abundance that's what our clients see and you know what most of the women see the 15 guys and they spend all their focus on that so let's look at the second uh kind of criteria to see do you have what it takes first was that emotional maturity right second is here's it it's just 
I don't even have a fancy word for it. Are you fucking sick enough of your current life? That's it. I'm not saying your life is crappy, but are you sick enough of it? Because your current life will be your future life if you're not sick enough of it to freaking do something major about it, right? To do something outside of your comfort zone. Because your comfort zone is not where you love everything in your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is your familiar zone. If you're not sick enough of it, you're not going to change anything because, you know, life is good enough. I bet you have awesome things going on in your life. I bet you have some career success that you're proud of and should be proud of. I bet you have some financial set, uh, success that you're proud of and should be proud of. I also bet that you're probably not as far along in your career as you'd like. You're probably not, you're probably not as far along in your financial goals as you'd like. You don't have enough money in your savings or 401k. Your house equity is not as big or whatever the thing is, or you've got too much debt. And you know what? If you think that those things are holding you back and that you need to focus on that, then you're simply not sick enough of your current love life situation enough to get out of your comfort zone because it is familiar to just hack away at your debt. Everybody's doing that, right? I mean, everybody, if you think that you have to have the perfect body, the perfect home, the perfect career, the perfect bank account, all of that stuff, you know when you're gonna have all that? Never, never. So you're never gonna have love, right? And so you have to be sick enough of your current situation, which remember that equals your future life. If you're not willing to get out of your familiar zone, you just got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to be sick enough of being lonely. You got to be sick enough of having another birthday come and another holiday and you go home to Christmas and like, oh, why are you still single? You know, you, if you lost five pounds, then you'd find a man. If you stopped, you know, I don't know what, stop being so smart, then you'd find a man. If you lowered your standards, stop being so picky, then you find a man, right? If you're not sick enough of hearing that shit from people that are clueless, you're not going to do anything about it. Nothing's going to change. And I'm, look, I'm not saying that you, you, you get sick enough of it and then boom, you just like, it's like going to the store, buying a bag of potato chips that you're going to have everything you want, but damn, you're going to change the direction of your life right? You have to be sick enough of where you're at, which is where you're going to be a year from now. How do you know that? Look at where you were a year from now, a year back from now. I mean, a year ago, where were you, right? If you're not sick enough about the fact that where you are now is where you were a year ago, which is where you were two years ago, which is where you were three years ago, and maybe three years ago, you were in a relationship and now you're not. But you, if you really are honest with yourself, the guy who you were in a relationship three years ago, were you feeling confident? Were you feeling like the prize? Were you feeling like that he was crystal clear, that he'd won the lotto with you and he's devoting his life to make you happy and to put a ring on it, ladies, put a ring on it to lock you down, right? In a good way, right? No, you were probably 
unsure, wondering where this relationship is going, not feeling so good about yourself because it's kind of dragged on a lot longer, not feeling special, right? I mean, you tell me, right? Hoping that it would work out, having that walking around on eggshells feeling like, I hope something will happen here. That's not, that's not the way love warriors do it. That's not the way we teach our clients to do it. You walk around like you are the prize, not in an arrogant way. And there's a, there's a way to do that. If you do it wrong, you walk away with, I'm the prize, but it's arrogant, right? You, you think you don't have a decision-making framework. So you go, okay, I'm going to be super picky. Yeah. And then you just filter out everybody. So if you do it wrong, you're filtering out everybody. You're walking around ag arrogant. You think it, it's, it's, uh, uh, or you think it's a numbers game, you know, all of those type of things. But if you're sick and tired enough of your current life, that's a good place to be. Because if you're sick and tired enough of your current life, you're going to be willing to get out of your comfort zone, which is willing to get out of your familiar zone. And as soon as you do, boom, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have challenges and you got to find some resourcefulness to deal with the challenges because it's never about resources, it's always about resourcefulness. So, but you got to be sick and tired enough about where you're at, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. So that's the second one. Are you sick and tired enough about where you're at? Hey, if you're sick and tired of where you're at, type that in the chat and just say, I'm sick and tired of where I'm at, you know? Uh, yeah, that one didn't have a fancy name, but it's just something that we've seen is that, and sometimes it comes because you've had a milestone, you had your 30th birthday, you had your 40th birthday, you just had a breakup, you just watched your your second, third, fourth, fifth friend get married or freaking die, like somebody dies and you're like, oh my God, my time doesn't go on forever. I actually have to like get busy on it, whatever. You Often you've had some kind of event to kind of wake you up to like, God, I'm sick and tired of where I'm at, good. Good. A lot of times women let it go on and on and on. We've been doing this for 15 years. We got some people have been following us for five years, watching Facebook Live, which is awesome. I hope it's helpful. Listening to our podcast, which is awesome. I hope you like that. Single Soulmate podcast. Um, but you're not doing something beyond that. It's not going to really, it's like people watch the exercise sh like videos and sit there while they're eating Cheetos, watching the exercise shows or, or sitting there eating a Domino's pizza while they're watching the cooking shows. It's, it's like, that's great that all that stuff is happening, but you got to get in the gym. You got to get in the kitchen and do this stuff. You got to get into the, 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 we use the gym analogy a lot in our, our programs and stuff like that, but talking about the gym, thinking about the gym, getting pictures of the gym, buying the cute clothes for the working out, that's not the same as getting in there and sweating emotionally, physically, whatever. You gotta be in the gym, you gotta do the, the work to build the muscles that will take you where you wanna go, but you gotta get sick and tired enough of where you're at and watching something different is not the same as getting in there and doing something uh, about it. So uh, Susanna, I'm sick and tired of where I was at and now you're in a different place, love work, because we're moving in the right direction here. Karen, I'm sick and tired of where I'm at. Jacqueline, all right, thumbs up. So 
this is this is that is a thing and and then you start to change the direction of your life because you get out of your comfort zone and the idea is that you continue getting out of your comfort zone and continue going forward and you pat yourself on the back for the progress that is made you hug yourself when it gets scary and and uh and and kind of nerve-wracking because you're getting outside of your comfort zone and you set yourself up for, to win i mean that's one of the reasons why women get on the phone with us is they're like you know what I want to see where I've been, where I want to go, and I want to see if anything can be done about this situation. Um, if that's you, you're sick and tired of where you're at, make an appointment to talk to us. Uh, you know, we can we can help you look at where you're at and where you want to go, and maybe we can help you. Maybe we can. I don't know, but uh, but at least you're gonna get more a lot more clarity. You know, one of the the biggest things that women say. Uh, in getting on a, a love breakthrough session with Lara, one of our coaches, uh, is that they say, you know what, I got so much more clarity about, you know, where I'm at and where I want to go and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, you got to get out in the field and stop being in the stands. Yeah, that's a good way to 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 say it. Absolutely, Carol. Um, so the third thing is. Uh, like, do you want to have a different and better life? Do you want to have it all? Or do you want to be right about why you're alone? What do you want? Do you want to have a different and better life? One that's outside of your familiar zone, one that is far better than the one that you have? Do you want to have a different and better man, a different and better relationship, a different and better relationship with yourself? Our path that we teach our clients, that we take our clients on by hand is becoming your own soulmate first, loving yourself enough to just admit that you want to have it all, admit that you want to have a different and better life. Or do you want to be right about why you're alone, why you're still single, why men suck. Do you want that story? Do you want that lived reality to be your future reality? Like, what, what do you want? Like, here's the thing. I believe that your life can turn around from where it's at. I believe that when you step forward and love yourself enough to go for your dreams, that you can turn your life around. Now, you can either believe me or you can believe the voice in your head that says, it's too late, I'm too old, I can't, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, I don't have the money. You can believe that or guys don't want women like me. You can believe that, but you gotta decide which one of us you wanna be right. You wanna be right about why you can't? Okay, you're gonna win. You wanna be right about how, you want me to be right about how this is possible for you? You're gonna have to do something about it. You're going to have to, because I can't want it more for you than you want for yourself. And nobody can want it more for you than you want for yourself. You know, like Belinda uh, uh, came to us as a single mom. And we know that as a single mom, the work that you do for yourself will affect your children. That's one of the things that just juices us. It really gets us excited, makes us passionate about this mission, is that we know we're not just affecting and transforming your life, we're transforming your kid's life. But I can't care more about your kid's future than you do. I just can't. And nobody can do that for you. 
right? You have to give yourself permission to do what is good for you. And you have to care that what's good for care and know enough that what's good for you, really healthy for you is going to be good for your kids because you're role modeling for them. And if you are showing your kids that the only way to have a, a, a um, the only way to raise a child well is to do it alone. What the heck message are you teaching them? You're going to have to be alone. You're teaching them. Here's the way to be a loving parent, be a single parent. Maybe not the thing, the message you want to be sending them. So kids don't, don't do what we say. They do what we do, right? All those self negative, Karen says, all those negative self-talk is really a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you see things differently, things will be different. Absolutely. That is how, how it works. It goes one step at a time. We say it and then we live into it, right? So you're either feeding your history or you're feeding your destiny. And so you have to decide what are you feeding? Not just with your words, although, you know, words do matter. As you said, the self-talk, the stories you tell yourself, the stories you tell your girlfriends, all that stuff, the rationalization, all that stuff about what is real. Now, I'm not saying you could say, I can fly off this building and then you jump and then you will. But the stories that we tell ourselves are the, us creating our reality for ourselves. As, as Karen said, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. But it's not just the words, like I said, you're either feeding your history or you're feeding your destiny. But although words matter, it's also what are you backing up those words with? Where's your time going? Where's your energy going? Where's your attention going? Where's your money going? You know, uh, because you're either feeding your history or you're feeding your destiny. And it's going to it's going to have to be more than just I want this or that. Um, it's just do you want a different and better life? Or do you want to be right about why you can't have it, why you can't go for it, why it's not the right time, all that stuff? Because you know what? It's never going to be the right time. If you don't give yourself permission to make your dreams and desires important, it's never going to be the right time. And you can look at all social movements in history to see how human beings work, right? Um, yeah, Jacqueline, my key teaching from you and Lara is becoming my own soulmate first. Yeah. It's loving yourself because if you don't love yourself and like yourself and think that you are enough, no man, it doesn't matter who the man is, can't do that for you. You just can't. But when you do that, when you are your, becoming your own soulmate first, when you are your own soulmate first, then it becomes simply a matter of time. Like for you, Jacqueline, simply a matter of time because then you're in the place for that to happen. Otherwise, you're like, in a completely, you're in, in uh, I don't know, I'm trying to, you know, you're in the ocean looking for a desert or you're in the desert looking for water. It's just like, it doesn't make sense. Susanna said, this has been a major shift for me already, allowing myself to even believe that I could have or find a stepdad for my kids. It's very exciting. I had to stop allowing myself to want, uh, I had stopped allowing myself to want or even consider that. Yeah, because if you're feeding your history with your time, your energy, your attention, your money, what you're saying is that history, that's what's gonna be my destiny. But if you want to have a different destiny, you gotta feed the destiny. You gotta have time going toward what you're wanting to create, not what you've already had, you know? Um, if you're emotionally mature, you're sick and tired of being alone and, and, and 
kind of like able to actually sit there and go, you know what, I'm so sick and tired of it because I can see that this is going to be my reality next year and the year after and the year after. How do I know? Because I look back at last year and the year before and you're sick and tired enough of it and you're emotionally mature enough to say that the reason why is not because you're in a small town or a big city or men are knuckleheads or da da da. All of these external circumstances that basically gives everybody else the power over your life. And then you go, you know what? I want to feed my destiny, not my, my history. I want to actually move forward in my life, not go back. Um, then you find yourself in a position to go from single to soulmate because then you're going to have to get up off of the dime, as they say, you're going to have to get up off the couch. You're going to have to do something different outside of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, Jacqueline, I'm feeling more peaceful and more present during this time. Yeah, this is a totally different reality than most women are feeling. They're feeling unsettled now. They're feeling more afraid. They're watching the calendar go by while other people are, are you know, everybody is dealing with like right now, everybody's dealing with the pandemic right now. But you know what some women are doing? They're using this time to move their life forward. That could be you. And if you want it to be you, the place that it starts is get on the phone with us. One-on-one, -on -one, no filters, no like distractions, no excuses. Just get on the phone for a free call. Like, what do you have to lose? And I'll tell you what you have to lose. You have your history to lose. You have your excuses to lose because we're going to compassionately, this is Laura, or one of our coaches, just going to compassionately talk with you about where you've been, what's been happening in your life, and then where do you want to go? And then get crystal clear on when, whether where you want to go is someplace that you are even equipped to go. And then maybe we can help you get there. Now, maybe we can't. And if you can, if we can't help you, we're not the best fit to help you get where you want to go. We'll tell you, we'll refer you to someplace or somebody that can. But if we can, we'll show you what what is possible there in terms of having our personal attention, our personal support, our personal help with moving you to where you want to go and getting out of the situation that you're in right now. Because wherever you are, like I said, not saying that everything in your life is crappy. But there are certain things in your life that are awesome. But there are certain things in your life that are probably not working the way you want them to work. Right? The guys that you're dating are not high quality guys. Or there is no dating going on. Because you're aware enough that you don't freaking know how to do this and keep attracting jerks. So your idea is, let me just stop dating anybody. Which is fine for a little bit. But, you know, you're not going to find somebody by never dating anybody, right? Um, and, uh, you know, there's the things that are not working right now. Something's got to change, right? And this is a perfect time to do it. I want you to imagine how freaking cool it would be to say, yeah, what were you doing during the pandemic? Well, I'll tell you what I was doing during the pandemic. I was sheltering in place. I was wearing a freaking mask every time I went outside. I was washing my hands 600 times a day. Oh, and by the way, uh, I changed the direction of my life and I found my soulmate. Then we I have something stuck in my teeth. Now. And we met during the, the global pandemic. 
Like how fun would that be, right? Listen, three months from now, I can guarantee one thing. If God willing, you and I are alive, I will be three more months into the most fulfilling relationship that I've ever had in my life. I'll be three more months devoting my life to making my wife as happy as I possibly can in every possible way. She will be three more months with a man who loves her, adores her, cherishes her, appreciates her, respects her. And we will all be three months older. The question is, will you be in the exact same place in your life or will you have catapulted your life forward in three months? That is up to you. Whether you're alive or not is up to God and washing your hands and all that stuff, right? Universe, spirit, whatever. But the reality is that we're all gonna be three months older. Maybe we'll be three months puffier. Maybe we'll be have new wrinkles or gray hair or whatever, right? But the idea that everything can stay the same and everything can be different is simply not emotional maturity. And if you're just looking at tinkering around the edges, not much is going to change. And if you look at your life and you want to have somebody who's way different and better than the last guy you were with or your ex-husband or whatever, something way different and better needs to happen, which means you got to go outside of your comfort zone, right? So remember, this is an ask me anything. So if you have questions, go ahead and uh, type that. I'm going to take a drink of water. And if you have a question, go ahead and ask me anything about anything I just talked about or really anything, because these are AMAs. Ask me anything. And I want to say something else about um, this time right now. This is a great time for you to reflect on your life, to kind of like take stock of your life. This is a great time for that because a lot of times people don't utilize time for that. They utilize time for getting projects done, which is great. You know, um, we've done a little bit of clearing out of the house. I've done a little bit more of those honeydew projects around the house. Um, but, you know, if your life is not where you want it to be, you want you can take this as an opportunity to move. That's freaking nasty, right? I knew I had something in my some anyway. So there you go. This is me raw and real. There you go. So in case you don't think this is like recorded in some Hollywood studio or something like that. Um, yeah, it's very scary going outside of my comfort zone. This is uh, this just makes you human, Karen. Um, because here's the thing, let me, let's talk about how the brain works, right? Our brains for, for hundreds of thousands, millions of years have been really focused on just keeping us safe. Um, and, and that's basically it. And so all of our fear responses are designed to, uh, reinforce something that is working because it is keeping us safe and alive, right? Safety and procreation are like two very important driving forces that are like baked into our DNA and our hardwiring and stuff like that. So when you are safe, I'm going to assume that you are safe in the sense of you slept in a uh, safe home, you had enough to eat, you got clothing. If it's cold where you are, you had enough to warm you up. If it's warm where you are, you had stuff to cool you down. So 
according to your 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 biological kind of very base brain everything is good in your life and there's no reason to change it right just think about like cavemen or people out in the plains of africa and stuff like that back way way in the day like if you're in a cave or an area that you know where the berries are and the animals to hunt or whatever like that's good. If you go further, you could be going into an area that you don't even know. There's marauders, there's lions, stuff like that. So your brain is, has been hardwired. All of us has been hardwired to basically say, if you are successful, meaning you have a roof over your head, you got food, you got clothing, you got shelter, keep everything the same. But see, our spirits are so far beyond just that. And our life now is so far beyond that. Our lives now are cushier than kings and queens. Your standards for a relationship are so far beyond your mothers, your grandmothers, your great grandmothers, right? Because all they were kind of looking for is someone to be, you know, sort, sort of nice. And if they have love, that's kind of a bonus. Um, but safety and security was was there. And look, safety and security is still important today. Don't you want a man who you can rely on, depend on, who's going to provide for you? Not that you can't provide for yourself, but you know, you want a guy that has a job or a business, not going to mooch off you, right? And so you want to have safety, security. You want to have somebody who you feel you can depend on. These are biological, hardwired things, and uh, it will. And and feeling safe with a man is really important. Well, you have to know how to have that healthy masculine feminine dynamic where you're not like looking to be saved and looking to be uh, protected as if you're weak. And uh, most women, they, they don't really know how to do healthy femininity. So they basically, it, they basically act like uh, I'm totally weak or I'm totally strong and don't need you at all. And both of those extremes are not attractive. The, I'm totally weak and helpless and I need you to save me is attractive to unhealthy guys. Um, I'm totally in charge. I don't need you at all. And I bonk you over the head with it is attractive to meek guys that are need mothering. Uh, and neither one is probably what you want. So anyway, going back to how our brains are wired. So when we go outside of the known and we go into the unknown, Here's what's in the unknown. The relationship of your dreams is in the unknown. So that's scary, right? Because if you've been with guys who are, let's just say on a scale of one to 10, you've been with guys that are five, six, maybe even a seven, but you want to level 10 just because you're a modern woman and you believe you can have it all, which you absolutely can, um, then you got to be prepared for that. Well, in order to get prepared, you got to leave the village. You got to leave the cave. You got to leave everything that's already uh, going well and prepare yourself, not just hope and luck and chance, but prepare yourself for the journey that you're taking. That's where we come in, right? It, I mean, you could do it on your own, but probably you've been trying it on your own. So if you want to have a proven path, a recipe, uh, people that are on your side, you're going to want to get some, some help with that. So when you leave your comfort zone, it is scary. And that simply means that you're human. And that's a great time to look at where have I done this before? And it's worked out, right? Like, um, you know, maybe going to college, going to grad school, right? Scary, but it worked out, right? And really, like, we make it easy. Like, the first step of getting out of your comfort zone is just get on the phone with us. It's a free call. Just get on the phone. And then be present, though, right? Because the, the call is not just to shoot the breeze. It's to literally 
be a life-changing call because the clarity that you'll get, the questions that we'll ask, that Laura will ask or Belinda will ask or Leslie will ask, these questions are going to be questions that you probably have never really asked yourself, never really looked at, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, just allow yourself to recognize and be kind to yourself about getting out of your comfort zone is scary. That just means that you're human. And the question is, what's going to inspire you to do it anyway? Like I, I was talking about earlier, a lot of people use their kids as a shield. Let your kids be an, an inspiration for you to get out of your comfort zone, right? Um, even, even being here, like being here on a live and asking questions, that can be uncomfortable, right? That's why, you know, that's sometimes people watch it on replay only because it's uncomfortable to be there live and ask a question. Sometimes people watch it on replay because they didn't get a notice. By the way, you want to put on notifications because Facebook sometimes purges everybody who had notifications. They change something and then they, you don't get notifications. So if you haven't put notifications on the last few days because Facebook did a major change, I think it was last week, uh, you're going to want to do that. Um, okay. Uh, Karen said, yeah, my marriage was awful. So being single is nice and safe. I've been divorced for four years now. I'd like to find a great man to share my life with. I remember dating in my twenties and that wasn't so great. Yeah. Cause most of the time in your twenties, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you're looking for and you're completely unprepared for a mature relationship. And then we, a lot of times we get married to somebody cause they're like, I don't know, cute, get along, seem good enough. And you get in, you have kids, you're like, oh my God, we got to keep this going for the kids and stuff like that. But then you realize I just can't take this shit anymore. And either you say, I can't take this shit anymore, or he says, I can't take this shit anymore. And then you divorce and you go, okay, wait a minute. My only experience is I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't work out well when I do pick somebody. That's just revealing stuff. It's just like if I decided today, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Africa. And I'm going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And then I get up there and I get frostbite, I get injured and stuff like that. You know what? I wasn't prepared. I might have a picture of it or something like that, but I wasn't prepared for that. So you weren't, you simply weren't prepared for what it is that you wanted or you didn't have clarity or both, right? Because just having clarity is nice, but that's not enough. You got to be prepared, right? Um, so you can cut yourself some slack about that, uh, Karen, because you simply didn't know what you didn't know. And now the question is, how can you be prepared for what it is that you want, right? Again, you can DIY that or you can uh, work with us. We offer something that a lot of people don't. You don't get masculine, feminine. You don't get to hear from a man and a woman who are actually married. There's a lot of love coaches out there that uh, they're single themselves. So it's all theory to them, just like it is to you. And they've read it in a book, just like you could read it in a book, but they don't have a visceral experience. That's why everyone who coaches people in our advanced programs has the result, right? So whether you're getting on the phone with one of our certified love breakthrough coaches or whatever, all of them have followed the recipe that we have laid out, devoted themselves to it 100% and gotten the results because then they know that this stuff works and can work for you the way somebody reading in a book simply can't. I mean, I want you to imagine if you're going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, do you, and let's say you decide you're not going to DIY it, you're going to actually get some help. Do you want help from someone who's like, man, I've studied Mount Kilimanjaro. I read about climbing in a book and stuff like that, you know? So uh, when we're going up the page, we're like, oh, page 17, what to do when you get frostbite? <coughs> you can do that or you can actually say, oh yeah, I've, I've 
gone up and down. I've summited Mount Kilimanjaro several times. I've taken other people up and, uh, and I know the path and everything is a little different because there's weather conditions and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, um, I can help you. And I know that because I've been, you know, up there to the summit, you know, I've been to the mountaintop. So there you go. All right, guys, I hope this has been uh, helpful for you. Uh, I am uh, probably not going to do a Facebook Live this weekend. I might do one next week. Uh, if you'd like me to do a Facebook Live next week, put it in the comments below and I'll uh, I'll do that. But um, thanks for joining me. Thanks for the, the comments, the questions, the, the shares, all of that stuff. Um, have a fantastic weekend. If you haven't watched some of the other uh, Facebook Lives here, I really encourage you to, uh, to go ahead and go in there, uh, comment on them still, even though it's a replay, comment on them still. If you're watching this on replay, I wanna encourage you to share what are some of the biggest distinctions, maybe just one distinction that you got from this, uh, this particular episode here. Share what's a distinction, uh, a, a learning, an aha, something that you got from what I shared with you here today about uh, are you, do you have what it takes? You know, do you have what it takes to go from single to soulmate? Because you need those three things, among other things. But that's where we're going to uh, start with. So, Karen, yes, I'd like one next week, too. Yeah, I may do uh, I may do more this week. I did one every day. I don't know if I'll do one every day, but um, I'm really going to I want it. I want this group to be interactive. And so, um, you know. You're busy, I'm busy, stuff like that. We've got a lot of advanced program clients to, to work with, uh, that kind of stuff. So let's have you just uh, put in there if you're uh, interested, if you want to know more. But really, I want you to put in the comments, what are your distinctions? What did you learn? What did you get out of it? Just one thing, maybe more if you want. What are your distinctions from this, even if you're watching on, uh, on replay? Please, uh, please do that. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're a single professional woman who wants your success in your love life to match your success in your career or business, and you're looking to get crystal clear right now about why true love just hasn't been knocking on your door and, and what you can do about it, you're going to want to book a Love Breakthrough Clarity Call right now with one of our Love Breakthrough Specialists. She'll get on the phone or Zoom call with you one-on-one -on -one to assess exactly what's been holding you back in love, what it is you really want, and how to get there as quickly as possible. By the end of this compassionate and professional assessment, you'll finally have clarity, plus an immediately actionable path forward. So just go to singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book a call. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call for a free love breakthrough call. That's for you if you're a single professional woman who is as serious about your love life right now as you've been about getting your degree or your career or business success. And if you're ready to finally have some clarity and have a breakthrough in your love life right now, this is perfect for you. Okay? Again, that's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book your life-changing one-on-one assessment call right away.